0: Welcome to the Script Bids Podcast for Tuesday, 16 February, 2023. Our bit today is taken from 1 John 4, verse 10, which says, Hearing is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. And then it was Thursday and I won't even bother to tell you the several changes that have already occurred in the weather information on my computer in the couple minutes that I've been on it. No, just suffice it to say that it now says 2 degrees Celsius and cloudy, which seems reasonable when one looks outside. Now, here's a little something from our one-year book of Bible promises with writings by Ruth Colkin that I found interesting, amusing, and ever so appropriate for so many of us supposed believers. It's titled, simply titled, yes, Who? Me? So please read with me. It says, Lord, all of a sudden, today you picked me up and hugged me and hug me for no discernible reason. I was puzzled. After all, I hadn't picked up my toys, or practiced my lessons, or brought you a daisy bouquet. Hesitantly, I asked why. You smiled and said, I love you, that's all. Then you added, I long to hug you more often. Why don't you, Lord? Because you are too busy. Too busy, Lord. Yes, too busy hugging yourself. Yes, my fellow believers, in these ever so busy and turbulent times, we are so often too busy with our own selves and our frail, fickle lives that we don't find any or sufficient time for God, which always works to our detriment. And it seems to always amaze us when he moves in our lives without any pushing from us. But that's simply because he loves us. He created us to have fellowship with him. That's number one reason. And when we don't come to him for fellowship, for hugging and kissing, it hurts. It hurts his tender heart, tears him apart. Believe me, the Lord does have tender feelings like us. It's just like when we love our fellow humans, that's our spouses, friends, and families, and they don't return that love. We feel hurt and rejected. It's the same way our God feels when we don't come to him with our problems and for simple fellowship and communion. You know, there's nothing that would please our Heavenly Father more than if all of his creation came to him all of the time bringing all of their hurts, fears, dreams, and aspirations to his understanding and compassionate care. To him, that would be the ultimate solution, for then he could love and hug and kiss and comfort and care for us the way he truly wants to. But if we only go to him once in a blue moon and then ask for selfish, carnal stuff like James 4.3 says, It breaks his heart. Just like when, excuse me, just like when our children turn away from us to outside friends for help in their troubles. The point is that we don't seem to realize, no, we don't seem to realize how much our God, Father and Provider, really and truly loves us. The Bible verse for our poem tells it to us in no uncertain terms, though. The Apostle John writes in it, he writes it thus in his first epistle, Heron is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be the propitiation for our sins. And there ought to be no doubt about God's great compassion and caring for us, simply in the fact That he sent his one and only son to earth to die for and save a bunch of shallow, prideful, stubborn, and disobedient finite creations. There was absolutely no other reason for him to do that than his great unconditional love for us. And Jesus himself made that very clear when he proclaimed, For God so loved the world. That he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And we know that comes from John 3 16. Now, if you don't believe that, then you are insinuating that Jesus is a liar, which he most definitely is not. And I really don't know why it's so difficult for us to believe that our Creator, our Heavenly Father, loves us dearly, but it's so easy to believe that deceitful, untrustworthy humans love and care for us when every day we see the lie in it. And there are so many scriptures which prove that our God loves us. One of the most telling being this one from the writings of brought Paul to the church at Rome where he says, "But God commended or demonstrated, his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And again, we know how it comes from Romans 5 8. Now, why would he do such an unorthodox, sorry, an unorthodox and unusual thing if his heart wasn't strong towards us? Eh? And Jesus said it to the disciples too Greater love had no man than this. That a man lay down his life for his friends. And that comes from John 15, 13. Now, that is the ultimate act of love. Laying down one's life for another. And that's exactly what Jesus did for us at the request of his heavenly father. Now, doesn't that show the ultimate in love? It surely does. Why would a sinless man sacrifice his sinless self? on an old rugged cross, bear the sins of the whole world through unbelievable sufferation, if he didn't care greatly for them and their eternal souls. eh? The Lord doesn't even want one of his creations to end up in hellfire with Satan. That's why he sacrificed his sinless son, thereby giving us another option besides damnation and eternal separation from him. And I really can't understand why so many of us are reluctant, hesitant, and downright opposed to accepting the option of eternal life with Jesus by simply believing in him. It certainly boggles my imagination. And even supposing, no please remember we're just supposing here, even if there was no heaven or hell, and just death, death, and everything's over, it is still much preferable to live a good, decent, caring, and compassionate life than an evil, hateful one. Anyhow, the options are there for us to choose, and both the Lord and I strongly recommend that we choose eternal life with Jesus rather than eternal damnation with the enemy. And for those of us who agree with that, the Lord's generously bestowed on us numerous blessings that we call our Tuesday blessings, that enable us to do His earthly work. So let's declare, sure. <laughs> Lord, you know I spell the simple word "declare" wrong. However, let's declare and activate those Tuesday blessings, please, in loud and sincere voice. I declare that I am blessed with God's supernatural wisdom and receive clear direction for my life. I declare today that I'm blessed with creativity, courage, talent, and abundance. I'm blessed with a strong will, self-control, and self-discipline. I'm blessed with a great family, good friends, good health, faith, favor, and fulfillment. I'm blessed with success, supernatural strength, promotion and divine protection. I'm blessed with a compassionate heart and a positive outlook on life. I declare that any curse or negative word that's ever been spoken over me is broken right now in the name of Jesus. I declare that everything I put my hands to will prosper and succeed. I declare today and every day, amen. And now, friends, with those sincere declarations all uh, right, We spell declarations, they're right. Let's go out and use those blessings just as generously with others as Jesus shared them with us in his glorious name. Much love. And the postscript for today says, And now abided faith, hope, love. These three. But the greatest of these is love. And that's the gospel truth, friends. The greatest feeling, the greatest attribute, or whatever you want to in this world is love. Because our Father in heaven is love. So please, let's get together and start loving seriously, loving ourselves, loving each other, and loving God. Because that's what we're supposed to be about. And we pray that. In Jesus' strong and mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.